It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Amazing Race Pit Stop Exit Interview Edition, Episode 292, Liam and Jeremy. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts, the Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. And as always, with our amazing race pit stop coverage, you can watch this audio podcast on video. Just head over to YouTube, type in Bryce Isaiah, click subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think of this interview. I am excited to chat with Liam and Jeremy. Spoiler alert, after they go home this week on Amazing Race, you know your baby boy got to get to the bottom of some things. And so I asked the questions that need to be asked. So let's listen to this exit interview and let your baby boy know if I should be doing more coverage of things like this. All right, let's get into it. And keeping our Purple Pants podcast pit stop coverage, I'm excited to have the brothers, Jeremy and Liam, on the podcast. How are you guys doing today? Uh, we're doing great. We're still doing nice fabulous after last night. Exactly. Yes, we are. Wonderful. My co-host, Brooke Cam High, she couldn't be here. You know, she is the winner of Amazing Race Season 29, but she definitely sends her love and wanted me to tell you hello. Uh, we fell in love with you guys. I think watching your vulnerability, talking about your relationship and your brotherhood. Um, I loved it. I felt like I could completely relate. I've got a brother that I feel like we've spent three and a half years not talking. So seeing that on TV, I really could relate to it. How was it watching it back and kind of reliving all of those emotions again well i mean yeremy and i had an estranged relationship for a, a good portion of our life so i mean it was it was very it was very nice to see our finished product of what we had been working on which was our relationship over the past few months prior to the race um through the casting process when we were initially working on mending our relationship working through our problems but then seeing it on the physical aspect of the race seeing it in action and seeing how beautiful it actually is in these high stress situations. It was just so wonderful. And we've been getting a lot of messages from people that have been saying that they relate to our story and that we've helped them through things. And they ask us for advice and things like that. And, and it is just, 
It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's it's worth more than any any amount of money on the planet to just be able to help people, especially while we're helping our own relationship. I mean, we, we work really hard for it. And if we're able to be a role model or inspire people to do the same thing and not miss out on lost time with their siblings, I mean, what else could you want, right? Yeah. And Bryce, I would say the same thing, man, is just watching it all, all unfold out there. I mean, it was beautiful to me, man. Like something that I'm really big on preaching um, in my own personal life is, is you know, especially as a, as a man and coming from the background that me and Liam had, uh, we had uh, a really low connection with our emotional self mm-hmm. for a really, really long time mm-hmm. growing up. You know, me going through the Marines and Liam through the Navy, uh, we really had to kind of block out that that side of us for a really long time and being able to connect back with it is something that is a difficult journey in itself, just connecting with yourself emotionally, but then trying to be emotional enough with other people and connect in that way is something that's also really difficult. And I'm just a huge, uh, you know, I'm just a, a huge advocate of, I know that everybody wants a certain thing from somebody else, a certain relationship that they feel like they don't have. And it's all completely attainable if you go through the uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. of sitting down and having that conversation and really mashing things out with that person. And it's completely possible and it can happen in a day. And what can happen in a day can forever change the trajectory of your relationship for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think too many people take that for granted and they allow, you know, petty things, right. or grudges just to last for so long. And, and the time is so limited, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if hey, I would regret it forever, if something happened and me and Liam didn't do everything in our power to fix the beautiful thing we have. So being able to see it out there, like Liam said, we're, we were able to see the fruits of our labor and it, and it was incredible it was beautiful i think me and liam we did amazing with what we had mm-hmm. although you didn't win the amazing race i feel like in my heart you really won the amazing race like that is really the amazing race yeah. of the world um i even get like a little emotional hearing that you're making me want to text my brother and just say like hey yeah. how are you uh but i appreciate you so much for sharing what did you find the hardest part about being on the race was it the constant go 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 was it the language barriers was it the time just around each other was it the physicality or was it something else so I'll say for sure, right? Yeah, I actually went down to Texas for a month, month and a half before the race to prepare and train with Jeremy since we live in different states. Um, so being on the race, I'd actually been with Jeremy for like nearly three months at that point um, straight, which we still had such a great dynamic. And you know, when you're like, you know, with somebody for so long, you know, you start to like butt heads and things. But I mean, that really didn't happen that much with Jeremy and I. I mean, it was... That was a really interesting thing that I that you just you know made me think about as well. But I would say that the hardest thing about being on the race would probably be um, the language barrier is just insane, especially in India. I mean, it was it was crazy, or at least with our our rickshaw driver. Um, but uh, <laughs> I know we'll get there, Bryce. So <laughs> but uh, that, or just kind of um, having to be on a hundred percent. Uh, 24-7 because of like the cameras and because of like what you're doing. And, and it can be very, very exhausting. It was very similar to being on deployment. I know Yeremy can relate to that as well. So that was probably the hardest thing in my yeah. opinion. In in my perspective, I think the hardest things were navigating 
And then the the enormous weight of decision making. Uh, um, yeah. There's there's seldom times in your life before going through an experience like this where your decisions hold so much weight for your immediate future. Um, mm-hmm. So like a lot of people, it's really easy to overthink what is about to happen. And every decision matters from do we go down this street? Do uh-huh. we do we do we get this taxi? Do we get this plane ticket? Do we go this way? Do we choose this challenge? Like all of it is taken into account and it can change the entire dynamic of the game. Um, and that's a really, really intense pressure that if you cannot stay composed and also have a partner who is willing to support you and to hold you and to pull weight in sometimes that you might be on your lower side. Uh, they're, they're really important factors in being able to just keep it together under that, you know, enormous amount of pressure. And keeping in that same uh, line of thought, when Liam, you went down to Texas uh, for those three months, were, did you guys talk about like, if this roadblock comes up, I'm going to do this or I'm not good at that. Did you ever consider that? Like what would be your strengths in the roadblocks? Yeah. So Yeri and I did discuss a lot of that and what our strengths and what each other's weaknesses are. Um, we talked about a lot of those things and which was, you know, funny enough was that first roadblock was, would have been perfect for Yeremy. I mean, Yeremy was, he lived in California. He was stationed there near LA for years. Um, and then two, he's not afraid of heights like I am. So <laughs> that would have been great for him. Um, but we did discuss things like that. However, uh, you do have a certain amount of roadblocks that each team member needs to complete throughout the entire the entire duration of the, of the race. So initially, Yeremy and I decided, hey, first roadblock, we'll rock, paper, scissors for it and alternate from there going out. So that's what we did. And I kind of got, you know, screwed going up on a damn tightrope and whatnot. But um, <laughs> other than that, yeah, we did discuss our, our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, but it, it's kind of hard to delegate some of these challenges to either your other teammate or to yourself because you don't know much about it. You know what right. I mean? When you go, you read like a little riddle or something, you know what I mean? Right. And it's like, it might be it. It might not be it. And then you have to decide based on that. So it was kind of like, you know, up in the air. Yeah. And going off of that point is that was, that's a really important factor in being able to make your decision on the roadblocks is that you don't have a lot to go off of. So I think teams can spend so much time trying to overthink like, oh, maybe maybe you should do it or maybe I should do it. Like you see some teams sometimes where they're just like, uh, maybe you, me. No, episode I, one. <laughs> yeah, episode <laughs> one, exactly. So me and Liam, we were like, you know, to take to take that element out of it, what we're going to do is from the ro- first roadblock going forward, we're just going to rock, paper, scissors and every single leg we're going to alternate. What that'll help us to do is it'll help eliminate the time of us discussing. And then two, it will take the weight off of a person who might be doing three roadblocks in a row, mm-hmm. which is not what we want because the roadblocks come with a significant amount of stress and pressure in themselves. You're the only person uh, there for your team. So we wanted to try and uh, be there for each other in the kind of that fair way and, and help to take as much stress off of each other as we could along the journey. Now, I'm not going to say no names with this question, but I want to know after the amazing race is over, 
Has anyone taken any dance lessons? Has anybody, you know, tried, you know, tried to fix their face while they moving, or is it still getting serial killer? You know, Bryce. Every single day when I get out of the shower, I dance that Indian routine in the mirror with a huge smile on my face, and it looks so much better than it did on TV. Um, but oh my god, that challenge was. Oh, I was so pissed. I was so yeah. pissed. Yeah, Where they said he was better at bouncing. And I it was like, Jeremy can bounce. I was like, yeah, I can. I was like, maybe we're going to be holding the bamboo sticks that we just brought up here. And I get to bounce on something. And then we get up there and it's dancing. And I was like, I oh my knew gosh. that this was going to come. And of course, it's me that has to be the fucking dancer. It, it, it just alternated like that. And it was, it, I was so happy it wasn't me, Bryce. Let me tell you that. All right? I was more than happy to sit with the peanut gallery and trust my brother. That's, I was oh very happy. It was the smile for me, though. I, that, that's what took me out. It was like the. Was like, you know, oh. Bryce, you know? I was like. From- I was I was doing the dance right and I was going through it right like the first couple of times you just drop it and you're like this ain't gonna work right so I have to figure out how to balance it and then I noticed the dancers were none of them were wearing any shoes and all the rest of the competitors were wearing shoes and I was like oh maybe it'll make it easier if I don't wear my shoes so I took mine off and it did make it easier and I was like oh my god this is this is great and I finally got through an entire dance holding and bouncing the pots not dropping them and I was barefoot but I wasn't getting a check and I was like what is going on? And after like two or three actual full dances of not dropping pots and me making it through, but not getting accepted, I was like, yo, what do you need from me? I was like, you need, <laughs> you need a little pizzazz. You want, you want to smile? And I was just like, just like trying to give you what you want, bro. I was like, do you like my fist? You like those? <laughs> You tried. Well, you know, I play Survivor and with you guys uh, doing Amazing Race, I feel like, you know, every season for the last two years, the Challenge USA has been calling. And I definitely feel like you two uh, would fit the mark of being perfect for that show. But due to time, I just want to know, you know who Lewis is, correct, from Amazing uh, Race? Mm-hmm. You know who Derek is from yes. Amazing Race of Big Brother? Do you know what those two have in common? What? I don't know. What, have you ever heard of the Bryce Isaiah Zaddy calendar? No. Okay, well, now you know. So, Lewis <laughs> and Derek are uh, in oh, the Bryce those. Isaiah 2024 Zaddy calendar. Uh, so I just wanted to know the people wanted me to ask you if a phone call came for the Bryce Isaiah 2025 Zaddy calendar, would the brothers answer the telephone call? I'm already on the phone, Bryce. <laughs> I would absolutely be open to a phone call about it. Yeah, yeah we would I've definitely. Seen, I've seen those pictures before. That's so funny that you say that. I follow Lewis and I saw this. I was like, dang, Lewis out here like a firefighter boy. Yeah, no, but we, we would we would be definitely open to uh to a phone call. Okay, well, listen, 2024. 2025 is your year. It's been truly a pleasure to watch you guys. Uh, I love your relationship and I am sure in the reality circuit, I will see you uh, sometime soon. But thank you so much for this opportunity. And again, thank you so much for just living in your truth and sharing your story. I really feel like it has helped a lot of family members and people. So thank you so much. Thank well, you thanks, so much, Bryce. Bryce. I appreciate it's it, man. It's been a pleasure, man.
It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants.